I get a lot of people asking me how we were blessed to walk away from corporate America in our early 30s. Well, listen, I don't want to keep that a secret. I want to share it with the world. And so maybe you're listening to this podcast and you're trying to figure out how do I even get started on my journey of entrepreneurship and getting to a level of freedom? Well, text the word freedom to 737-777-9909. Enter your information in. And we look forward to sharing some information with you, a proven system with small overhead, right? That you can do part-time spare time right from the comfort of your home and have amazing mentors, coaches, and a community of entrepreneurs who are willing to support you and help you on your journey to freedom. Welcome to Code Freedom. I'm your host, Eddie Bales. Have you ever felt stuck? Have you ever felt like there's got to be more to life than the reality that you see every day? Tune in weekly, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays as we crack the codes to freedom in every area of your life. So excited to have my good friend, Ms. Angie Correa, on the podcast today. She's an ex-corporate executive, 25 years of sales and marketing experience. She created a backup plan to move up and out of her career to become a career-slash-business coach with ease and is here to help you do the same. Please welcome to the show, Ms. Angie Correa. All right. Well, hey, welcome to Code Freedom. This is episode 217. And I'm really, 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 really excited today because I have one of my really good friends on the line on, on this podcast today, Miss Angie Correa. She's out of California. You heard her bio. She's doing some incredible things. So welcome to the show, Miss Angie Correa. Hello, hello, Mr. Bell. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Man, we're so excited to have you, and uh, man, you, you, you're impacting so many people, so it, it, it's so fitting to have you on the podcast, and so let's let's kind of jump right in, you know, um, <laughs> according to the bio, you know, you are a, a career slash business coach, and I'd love to know what led to you kind of going into that path. Oh, that's such a, it's such a great question, because I've been reflecting on that a lot, um, but between the end of last year and the beginning of this year. And so it's a, such an appropriate time. But, um, you know, one of the things that really was the catalyst for me to be, to be in this kind of a position was the fact that I got laid off. I actually got laid off from a job. And my belief at that point, after being in an industry for 25 years, was that it was like, I didn't make that decision. And so the universe, God, whoever you want to, you know, believe in or whatever made the decision for me. And people have been telling me for years and years, you should be a coach. You should be, you know, somebody in personal development. I mean, for years, because I always hired coaches. And so after this layoff, I was consulting for a company, they closed their office, they kind of moved me, moved me around and were like, well, where do you want to go? And what do you want to do? And I'm like, this is what I want to do. And it all started by just saying, I want to do it. And let me call a few people. And so I decided to coach other women that were in the same industry that I was in, who had watched my journey and had always given me feedback of, I can't believe you just moved across the country. Cause at the time I was living in New York and then I moved to LA. 
Um, I can't believe you'd left an industry or you switched industries. That was something that I was known for as well. You know, I was in fashion for a long time and went into advertising and then became an entrepreneur. And so I called up 10 women and I said, listen, I'm launching my first mastermind ever. And it's going to help you move up in your career or move out of your career, whichever one you decide is totally fine. But it's really to get confident in yourself and what you're doing and your skills and your abilities and how you can really co-create and design a life that you can really be proud of and be, you know, not trapped in, but really expanded in. Um, and, and that's how it all got started almost 10 years ago. Now it's crazy. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. And you know, what's crazy to me is that if I understand correctly, they moved you from New York to California only to shortly lay you off and right. just kind of leave you out there. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And but I think, you know, and so that's actually a really great story too, because five months prior to me moving to California, I was at a big event and somebody, they were doing these interviews, like in the hallway of the hotel. And the question, or the theme of the event was um, big dreams or big dreams. And um, they, they were just going up to people with the microphone being like, well, what's your big dream? What's your big dream? And I just went up and I was like, my big dream is to move someplace where it has palm trees and I'm close to the beach and it's sunshine and 70 every day, like kind of almost in jest, like I was kind of joking. And then we went into the main auditorium. There must've been like 10,000 people at this event. And on the big screen, I mean, I still get chills to this day on the big screen, my face comes up and that's what I say. And I'm like, whoa. And no lie, five minutes, five months later, I was sitting in my old boss's house. I had gone over for a holiday party and she's like, I, I need somebody on the West coast. Do you know of anyone? I was divorced. I had no kids. I had no ties. And I'm like, it's me. I just claimed it. And now it's here. And I didn't at that moment, put it two and two together. But then I realized later, I was like, I manifested that I prayed for it. I like that. That was one of my deepest desires and I made it happen. And that's how powerful any of us can be when we really desire something, you know? So it's just, it was that story just always like blows my mind. Cause I'm like, I was meant to be in, Cal in California and I was meant to start my business here and not, you know, be working in corporate anymore. Wow. Phenomenal. And and one of the things I love that you do is you help people who want to, there's so many people who uh, want to move out of corporate America because they're just kind of yeah. tired of the whole corporate America scene. They want a better lifestyle. And that's what this podcast is all about is helping people to become free. And so, you know, just, just, just give us an example of one of the clients that you've had that has had major success in terms of like how you took them from point A to Z that may be yeah. a client that you're really proud of. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so proud of all of my clients. That's number one, first and foremost, I want to say, because, you know, I think one of the things that I'm really um, conscious about are who are, who are the people that I'm working with, right? Because, you know, sure, I can be a career coach for universities and college kids, but this is really specific to women who are mid to senior level, who have been working in their careers for a long time and have really lost their spark. Um, I predominantly work with women of color because I'm Latina and I just feel like we have a whole different set of, of nuances in our culture that affect the decisions that we make or maybe, you know, the advancements that we make. And so I'm really here to support um, those kinds of women. And so 
you know, all of them have been phenomenal, but really like, I think one of them, which was really exciting was that, you know, single mom taking care of um, her mom and her grandmother and her son and was just kind of going through the motions. And she was working at a big media company, um, you know, doing really well. So these are my clients predominantly make six figures or multiple six figures and hold really strong titles, um, but have really just kind of coasted into this area of their career where they're just like, I can do this with my eyes closed and I'm not being challenged. And, you know, one of the things that I do is like, you get to prosper where you're planted because I'm not a proponent of go ahead, quit your job and let's just, you know, go on a whim and see what we can create. It's really like, no, let's stay in your job. Let's prosper where you're planted. You still have bonuses coming in. You still have a paycheck coming in. And a lot of the times people don't look at like their, um, like, company handbook and see that they can get their coaching paid for through their, their um, company or an education or certification program. They have, you know, um, ways that they can do, um, you know, buy computers and buy things that they need that's subsidized by the company for wellness, right? I just had a call with a client that has that. Um, and so really understanding from a practical standpoint, what do you currently have available to you? And the fact that you've lost your spark and that you can do the work that you're doing with your eyes closed is actually a huge opportunity because you can get your work done a lot faster. And then you have this extra time to be able to work on something else. And so not from like, oh, let me steal away this time from the, my responsibilities, but really like maximize your time and create efficiencies where then you can take that extra time back and <clears throat> come up with creative ideas. So this one client who is working in this big media agency, she's taking care of all of her family. She's got a multi six figure salary, really wanted to do party planning, <laughs> like wanted to do kids birthday parties, 50th birthday parties. Like she really, she was so good at it and so good at creating the themes for it and all this. And I'm like, this is amazing. She's like, but I'm never going to be able to make the kind of money that I make now. And I'm like, never say never. Like if any, at any point you want to be like, never say never, because why not? Like that's where you look at hotels that are creating sweet 16s that cost $80,000, right. Or weddings that are a hundred thousand dollars that are themed and, you know, star Wars. I mean, you see all the craziest things out there. So how do you want to carve out your niche? So we basically started with creating an exit strategy for her that said, okay, if you could leave, when would you want to leave by and how much money would you want to have in the bank? That question of the money becomes critically important because you want to make sure that you can su support yourself while you're building the dream, but that you also have this other income coming in. And so we, we made sure that she was all set up that way. We had a year long plan, but we didn't have to wait the year because a few weeks into that, she got her first gig, which was like somebody's twin like birthday parties, five-year-old birthday parties, but it was huge. They had a $20,000 budget. I mean, families love to spend money on their kids and they had it in a hall and they had a theme and they wanted a castle and they wanted all of these different things and the special desserts. And like, I mean, I was like, see, this is what you can create when you just leave yourself open. And so she ended up also wanting to move across the country. And so not only did she continue to get her paycheck, build her side side business with a, you know, a good compensation, but then she was able to move across the country with her son and give him a better life and still be able to support everything that she wanted to do. 
I mean, it was brilliant. I know, I love it. I love that. And you dropped so many nuggets because sometimes it's not just about the money, it's about living purpose. And mm-hmm. and, and, and you, you feel most challenged when you're in your purpose because it's what you're right. destined to do. Um, so I just thought that was so powerful. But the fact that a lot of people think that they have to just quit cold tur- turkey and just jump into it. And you, we've seen the Steve Harvey jump, right? And we've seen all of the different stuff. But, you know, a lot of times I, there was a statistic I saw that said that a lot of people finish their workflow within the first couple hours of work, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and so like, they're just kind of there twirling their thumbs, kind of make work for themselves because they're already done. They've already been efficient at what they do. Um, so they, there's something that they can be very purposeful if they can be more efficient and, and do what they really love to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And that takes work. I mean, you know, I just had another call with somebody else who, you know, thought all through the last like two months, thought she was going to get laid off, thought she was going to get laid off, thought she was going to get laid off. And then she didn't get laid off in Q4. So there's like in the media industry, in most categories, there's a lot of layoffs that happen in Q4. So she didn't. So she's like, okay, well, that means that now I'll get my, my end of year 2022 bonus in the next two to two to three months. And then, so from that point, I'm like, great. So you don't start in three months creating your exit strategy. You start now. And then once you get that bonus, you still have time to stay and collect and also build out what you want to do or work towards that promotion because she really wants to actually stay in her company, but it's just that they're not promoting her. And there was so much unrest after everything that's happened these last couple of years. So she was nervous. So we are shifting her, not only, you know, how she's looking at it, but really her mindset of like, we get to get you to be really happy at what you're doing. It, it, even when you, after you get your bonus, right? Like it's not just about the money. So she had switched into like, I'm just going to get my money and I'm going to be out. And I'm like, well, do you really want that? You know? And so we're really working towards, well, what would be the perfect role here? And how do you get to ask for it so that they, they, right? Higher ups, hiring managers, all that really believe that you're the perfect person for the job. Wow. So, you know, the Every episode, we talk about stretching ourselves and growing ourselves and becoming better. And I get it. You're busy. You're on the go. You don't always have time to stop and maybe read a book. Well, listen, I got the perfect thing for you. You're probably familiar with Audible. Audible is an audiobook service from Amazon, and they offer the world's biggest selection of books. I'm talking any book that I've recommended, and I've recommended a lot. You can get that book, and you can listen to it on the go while you're in the car. Why not turn your car into Drive Time University? Uh, and for just for listening to this podcast, you can get your first 30 days free on us. So go to audibletrial.com forward slash code freedom. That's audibletrial.com forward slash code freedom and we'll also put that in the show notes yeah good stuff well let me ask you how did how do you feel personally being able to like how did it feel for you to have the freedom of being able to be out of corporate america and living your dreams and helping other people live theirs? i mean i, I know it has to feel really gratifying and sometimes scary at yeah. the same time right yeah <laughs> Yeah, so so definitely both. And usually a lot of that is simultaneous, right? Um, I think, you know, one of the things that I, I really wasn't prepared for was, you know, in when I was in corporate, I had a team. I had the marketing person and the research person and the pre-sale person and the post-sale person, like all the different people that you know, ultimately made me successful, right? I, I like to say a lot, I'm really good on stage. My stages are things like this podcast or standing in front of, you know, a thousand, two thousand, ten thousand people. It doesn't matter. Like I love being in front of the room. Um, but 
when you're your own boss, you're in the front of the room and you're in the back of the room and you're behind the scenes and you're, you know, there's a lot of work and a lot of things that go into this. But I think ultimately the payoff for me is yes, that I can get on a call with someone and that they can then text me afterwards or text me in six months or text me in three years and say, because of the work that we did together, I am this person today. You know, and one of the things that I talk about a lot with my clients and, you know, on, on shows like this is, you know, we get to make the next half the best half. And I'm, I'm speaking to those people who are in their forties and fifties. Um, and I'm also speaking from the perspective of like in my family, my grandparents all lived past a hundred years old. So that's how I see the next, the second half, right. When so many people, it's like actually 37 is about midway through. So if you think about, well, where are you right now? And like, what do you get to create? And if you had support to quantum leap that success, and now you can attribute that back to a collectiveness, then it just, it, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't ever take credit for what happens in my clients' lives. I just love opening doors. Like that's just my favorite thing to do. And then, yeah, when they send me a message, I'm just like, wow, like, because I committed to this, you know, it's exciting. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. I mean, it's got to be feel so gratifying being in that position to help people in that way. So, yeah. um, so, so I would ask you, like, what what do you do when someone's stuck and mm. they're like in this situation where they they feel like they're not, they keep hitting a wall and they just don't know what's the next direction? Like, how do you help people through some of those struggles and challenges? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, I think. When somebody is in that position, they're usually there right at the beginning of when I, you know, they either find me or call me or we set up a call, right? So they're right there in that moment. And number one, I acknowledge the fact that they even made the appointment to be on a call with me because that, whether consciously or subconsciously, you, you, you're making a, you're taking a step for getting unstuck, and they don't sometimes realize that. And I think that, especially with women, you know, there's so much that we just power through that we don't acknowledge, but in actuality, that moment of being stuck and then saying, but wait, I need, this person said something, or I saw this person somewhere and I want to get on a call with her and see if she could support me because I know that something's going on. Usually that's number one. I want to acknowledge that because that's the first step to being unstuck is to say, um, I, you know, I am am ready to make a big shift and change. Um, so that's number one. Number two is the first thing that I do, whether they work with me or not, is that I have them write down all of the things that they've accomplished in a big, big, big way. You know, not in a big way, like all the big things that they accomplished, but all the things that they accomplished in a big way, meaning like the list has to keep on going and it's a living and breathing organism of everything that they've done so that they remember who they are because you can't get to, you know, you're 50 years old, 53, I'm about to be 53 in, in February and I'm like, oh my God, I have to make my list to remind myself because whatever I'm feeling right now is just a right now kind of situation. Something has gotten me here that I'm still alive, breathing and doing what I'm doing, right? Um, and so that list becomes something that you can refer back to at any given moment, even if you put it in your calendar as an alarm, um, you know, I do something now that's a digital 
It's a digital journal where I can actually put um, a reminder to go back and look at something in 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, or 12 months, um, which is super fun because then I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I wrote that. And that's again, another way. So it's like, we have everything that we need within us. We just get to remind ourselves and somebody gets to unlock that, support us in unlocking that, if that makes sense. That's good. And you know, it's funny because I'm turning 40 next week. And so I'm not not 41. 41. Oh, See, yeah. I'm already starting to lose it right now. I'm just, let me stop saying that. But, <laughs> but, but no, seriously, um, I'm definitely going to make that list myself because it is a good reminder. And I'm really big on reminding myself of things that I've done so that when I find myself in my own funk, I can go back mm-hmm. to that list and say, Hey, look, you, you're amazing. You're doing, you're doing it right. And, and sometimes we need that reminder, especially if no one else is giving it to us, we need to remind ourselves. Right. And the other thing is, you know, not only that if nobody else is reminding you, but it's also something that nobody else can take away from you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that's huge too. Absolutely. Now, I'm just curious, what have you found that's been one of the things that holds most people back? Because people say they want this and they want that, but there's always some things that hold most people back. So what have you seen? Yeah, I mean... What's coming out? I mean, the the I mean, there's so many little things, but the one thing is just doubt, right? Doubt in themselves, doubt in a process, doubt in the world, like just doubt. Like any doubt can come in. It's almost like a moth that you don't sometimes see, but it's been chewing at your cashmere sweater for you know days, weeks, months, and then all of a sudden there's this big hole, and you're like, how am I supposed to fix this hole? And that's like, when I think of, I think in images, so it's like, that's kind of what I'm seeing is that it's like, even if you've been, you know, six and success is relative, right? So this is, there's, you know, everybody gets to determine their level of success and how they measure that. But I think that also, no matter what level of success that you've achieved, that everybody has that slight bit of like question in their mind. And if you allow that to perpetuate over time, you get that hole. And that's where, that's where the gap is to getting to that next level, right? Moving into the next, you know, financial phase or that promotion or that career, whatever that looks like, is that there's just enough to to keep you from taking that step, right? Yeah. And so it be, it becomes an exercise of, okay, do I put my blinders on, forget about the doubt, or at least talk myself out of it? And that's why, again, you go back to the tool, and the tool is the list in this situation, in this circumstance. And there's so many different tools that people can use, but that's one of the ones that I say, if you were able to do those things, and sometimes I'll even say like, if people have kids or they're caring for children, it's like, you're caring for another living being and they're still alive, like that's huge. <laughs> if that can doesn't erase doubt, I don't know what does, right? And um, because it's it takes something that's outside of you, right? You have to care more about that. And- that's the the other part of this conversation where it's like the doubt can creep in, but why do you even want this? Like, what's that, what's that golden nugget that you want? And a lot of the time is they want to be of service to others and are so afraid of failing the others that then they in turn fail themselves. And that's painful because you can viscerally, I mean, I viscerally, even saying it, I feel it. like that's one of my biggest things is um, uh, 
you know, like when I started, I was like, oh, I don't want to fail the people that I'm that are trusting their journey with me. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, you've definitely been helping so many people. So we're excited. And um, you know, let me ask you this. What would you say is something that you're really like, what's one of the things that's one of your favorite things about being free yourself in terms of not being in the corporate world, but able to just kind of be an entrepreneur and do your own thing? Um, honestly, it's my calendar. Like I just, I like, so I have insomnia. So one thing is like, I have insomnia. And so I'm like, I don't sleep. There's days and days that I don't sleep. And now I don't get stressed out about it anymore because I'm like, well, if I don't sleep, I'll just take a nap during the day and I can. And like, it's the simplest thing and it seems so silly, but it's like, no, I, I get to not worry about that. And I can't imagine like people who are suffering from different ailments or whatever that are preventing them from getting the rest that they need so that they could have, you know, the brain power, the energy to do their jobs. And then on top of that, adding the stress of that. Right. So, I mean, it seems kind of simple, but it really, it really is something for me as somebody who struggled with that for many, many, many years that has supported me is being able to then say, I need to go take a nap and put myself down. <laughs> you know, that's number one, but number two, no, really it's my schedule is being able to, to, you know, I have a friend right now that, um, you know, was diagnosed with cancer and needs a lot of support. And the fact that I don't have to ask anybody to take a day, a random Tuesday or Thursday to go care for her kids while she's in treatment. That's huge to be able to be there for your family, to be there for the people that you love. um, That's freedom. Yeah. And I think that's what, when people are stuck in their careers or in their jobs, a lot of the times that's the buildup, the residual buildup of not being able to be there for others is what really just is wearing people down and especially after these last few years yeah absolutely absolutely and then a lot of people got a taste of being around their family (laughs) then they had to go back away from their family so now it's like ah you know (laughs) exactly exactly well i'll tell you one thing that i've always admired about you is um how how great you are at in terms of branding and social media and being uh, an influencer so, um, you know, tell us why that's important when it comes to building into uh, the new you that you want to be. Yeah. Well, first of all, I just have to say thank you. I mean, I don't really consider myself an influencer, especially next to you and what you've done on social and being able to brand yourself. But, you know, I I come from, so for those that don't know, I do come from advertising and marketing and media. So I understand the storytelling aspect of it, of really, you know, connecting with your perfect audience has been a part of my DNA for a really long time. And I haven't done it perfectly and I still get to evolve in that space as well. But I think now more than ever, the ability for individuals to use a platform that gives us the the, the expansion of a network globally um, and if you want to really be of service, then that is that is the one way and the easiest way that you can go and do that to make more connections. And so, you know, for me to be able to get off a call with you and uh, where in the world are you right now? You're not in Buffalo, right? You're in North Carolina? Okay. South Carolina. I always forget which Carolinas you're in, right? But like, it's like going from a call with you to then going on a call with somebody in India and going on a call with somebody in the UK and somebody in the, on a call, you know, in Africa, it's like, that's what my days consist of now. And be, and I couldn't have done that 
without social. And I couldn't have done that without trying to be as much of my authentic self as possible. And I say trying because, you know, there's definitely, I believe there's definitely things you don't need to share. I mean, personally, I don't need to share everything that's going on in my life, but I really do have a mission and a purpose that I want it to come across and also a business that I want to attract more, you know, amazing people into. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, I've, I've learned so much from watching you over the last couple of years. So it's just been an honor to, and a joy to kind of work with you and, and get to know you. And so, uh, you know, hey, last question is how can people connect with you? Because more people need to know about who you are and what you do. So Thank how can you. people connect? Yeah, I mean, for me, I'm really digging the gram right now. So Instagram is like the best place to connect with me. And that's where I'll respond to messages and stuff. I know some people try to like go on my website. I go, no, just talk to me on the gram. So it's just my name, Angie Korea, and then underscore life 2.0, And uh, yeah, that's that's the best place um, and the most fun. <laughs> awesome. And we'll be sure to put that in the show notes in case you guys want to look and see more information on that. So thank you so much for being here with us. We enjoy having you and um, we can't wait to see more of your success and all the success that you create. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you guys for listening. Um, definitely feel free to take a screenshot of this episode. Tag me in it on Instagram uh, or Facebook or wherever you find me on social media. I would love to give you a shout out. Hey, you might even get a prize. Who knows? But uh, excited that you had a chance to take a listen. I hope you got a lot of value. And uh, definitely feel free to uh, give us five stars as well as a review. Uh, show us some love and we appreciate you. God bless you all and see you all over the top.